0: Hey you guys, this is Artemis Thank you for stopping by and listening to my podcast I am new to Anchor I will be talking about how I got into Wicca Do you guys know what Wicca is? Well, we're about to get into the details right now Okay. So why don't we start with the number one question? What is Wicca? What do you guys think about when you hear the word Wicca? Or if somebody tells you that they're a Wiccan, what is the first thing that comes to mind? I will be leaving the comments section up so you guys can, uh, reply. Wicca, Wicca is known as the old religion that predates Christianity sometimes referred to as the craft, a shortened version of witchcraft. The oldest type of witchcraft is performed by solitary witches. That is argumentable. Some people say the coven started first. Covens appeared in the 15th and 16th centuries. And in England, sometimes witches were referred to as hedge witches, Because many of them specialized in herbal law and gathering herbs. Now, a solitary witch can be someone or a person uh, who basically practices solo. And, And then we'll talk about these witch trials that happen. But first, let's just briefly go into how did you get into that? Well... I was going through a few things. I was not born into Wicca, you guys. I actually was born a Christian. As an adult, I became a Buddhist. And I went through many trials and tribulations in my life, as most of us are right now, Uh, especially in these times of the world and the things that are going on. I just all of a sudden had this innate response to my life that things needed to change. I started looking for answers. I started looking for ways to remove this heaviness, this burden that was on my shoulders. And luckily for me, my first stones that uh my first crystals that I found or that found me were black tourmaline, the number one crystal that removes negativity and repels it back off of me. I couldn't believe it. I'm telling you guys, I ended up researching things I ended up buying seasonings and herbs that I had no didn't have anything um, any type of knowledge about uh, and also buying plants and I started to learn how to put together a praying altar because I needed to pray as a Christian as an original Christian that I was born into uh, this religion I did know how to pray and I needed I needed something to guide me. So I started learning about that and I started learning about how to uh, start setting up my altar and everything like that. The first thing I did was uh, I stopped by the library. That was the that was the number one thing. I got all these different religion books. I got all type of um, kind of like supernatural and different different types of books that I wanted to read. And one particular book stood out to me in particular, and I still have that book to this day. Of course, I had to turn it back into the library and buy my own. And then a couple of more things that I used to do research and then doing hands-on practice was when I found out that this is real. The paranormal is real. Supernatural is real. And manifestation is definitely real. So what I did was I started to do uh, research. I found out a few things that I'm going to tell you guys about just in one second here. So let's get into that as well. Okay, you guys. So first thing is first, being an African-American and practicing Wicca, which is mainly a uh, European-based practice, I wanted to also learn my roots. But before we get into that, there were some witch trials, uh, there were some abolishments and women that were hunted and executed in the 16 and 1700s, you guys. Uh, the law that was passed by the Parliament of Great Britain in 1735 was repealed in 1951. So there is a witchcraft suppression act of the Parliament that also stood heavy volume in South Africa, uh, which prohibits activities related to witchcraft. uh, And it was basically based on this uh, on this law that was passed back in 1735 by the British Parliament. And, you know, kind of still fighting that to this day, but for the most part, it's a little more, you know, uh laid back in that area. So anyway, what I wanted to talk to you guys about is the fact that I said, okay, I, I'm learning what I'm learning, uh, and I know That I can choose my deities in Wicca, even though it is that type of um, practice or you make it a religion, uh, you can actually be a Christian. You can be anything and practice this. You don't have to be a Wiccan. Um, But if you decide to get um, get into it, there's different deities that may call upon you or you may be um, drawn to. And for me, I chose I chose Kemet. I chose Kemetic studies. Uh, for those of you that have never heard of that, uh, that is the original word or the original name for ancient Egypt and Egyptian studies. So that's what I got into. And uh, immediately I started to practice and, um, and this, that, and the other. So now let's get into Gerald Gardner. Right. Gerald Gardner uh, basically wrote a book. He wrote a book about he wrote a book about the Salem witch trials. He wrote a book about uh, these witch trials and uh, he did his own research and studies into uh, practicing witchcraft through Europe. And he brought it into the U.S., uh, but not just alone. Raymond Buckland actually uh, brought Gerald Gardner's Wicca into the U S uh Raymond Buckland and Gerald Gardner were friends he stayed with uh, Raymond Buckland stayed with Gerald Gardner and was initiated by Gardner in 1963 in Scotland and he was allowed to bring his teachings into the U S uh so Raymond Buckland has some books out there and this is what happened they found out that witchcraft was actually a survival of an ancient pre-Christian religion not at all dark or evil with self-initiation or self-dedication all who have strongly desired to be a part of this movement can be made a witch but let's talk about do you have to label yourself a witch you right that's so cliche witches were not witches witches were healers they were the people that everybody went to when they needed herbs and medicines um and there is a reason that all of this, uh, has happened. And I'll tell you guys that reason after I tell you this. I also decided that I wanted to know about hoodoo. I do not practice voodoo, but hoodoo was very interesting, interesting to me as an original Christian because I found out that the African slaves and also, um, the africans that were you know in the surrounding islands um around the us and these different parts of the world all of these slaves that were brought into the us were not allowed to practice their own religion from birth uh their own heritage you know practices they were forced to become christians so what they did was um they inter they intertwined Their deities, their gods, and their goddesses, um, with the Christian, uh, with the Christian God and, uh, whatever other deities and spirits, uh, through the Bible. And kind of like a mask or a cloaking, uh, they had to do that. That was the only way that they could communicate to their deities or be able to pray to their gods and goddesses. Uh, you know, for instance, the African Orisha, Yamaya, which is one Orisha that I talk about heavily, uh, and also her sister, Oshun, uh, these deities were represented as the Mother Mary. Uh, and so that kind of helped out with uh, when, you know, praying and stuff like that. If you guys, you know, take a look at some of these uh, Catholic candles, you'll notice that a lot of the African Orishas and uh, the pictures of the candles look the same. So what we're going to do here is get into the next part of our show. I'm not going to hold you long and let's go for it. So as I got into my practice, I started learning about a lot. I started learning about how to call on the spirits if I needed be how to uh, set some protection around me and do different uh, candle spells and workings and rituals. Uh, Also, the study portion of this is probably one of the most uh, important, just like going to school for uh, a particular degree. I had to learn about astrology. I learned about the ancient gods and goddesses. I learned about the Ogdo as well. Uh, the Ogdode were some, beings that were in human form, but they were sent to build the earth. Uh, so this kind of goes into polytheistic studies, um, which is basically not worshiping just one God, uh, but actually, uh, paying tribute to the other gods and goddesses that were here before Christ also, um. I wanted to read something to you guys so we could really hone in on this. For the most part, I learned about Gnosticism. I learned about polytheistic, monotheistic uh, studies, uh, alchemy as well, and macrocosmism. Everything, everything in the universe as a whole uh, that was very important. So, you know, when we talk about Wicca, a lot of people think about these pentagrams or these pinnacles, and uh, that's actually a symbol of earth, fire, water, air, and spirit. It it also is uh, symbolic for the complete man, uh, so the body of a man. Also, um, it's a sign of protection. You can wear it as a talisman, and it will bring you good luck and drive out evil. So let's go into What is Artemis talking about? Well, discovering the presence of the divinities in the world and understanding why monotheistic religions were separated from our world. Okay, so these monotheistic religions separated the divine from us. So we'll get into that about right now. What's going on, you guys? Okay, so let's talk about this discovering the presence of the divinities in the world. We come from a disconnected world right now. We are living today in a world that has become disconnected from the sacred and the divine. So the monotheistic religions have severed the direct relationship that existed in the pagan world between believers And their gods. So just to let you guys know, uh, paganism is the original practices before Christianity, the original um, the original practices. And before that, there was uh, ancient Egypt. um, There was China. uh, There was the Aztecs uh, all over the world there were some ancient practices. Some of them still reside to this day, but a lot of them got cut off. And somebody decided that we would no longer be allowed to practice what what was in our blood, what we were born into through our um, ancestors, generations and generations, but to uh, be cut off from us and be told that there is only one God and we were not allowed to use our abilities, but luckily for us in this dimension, going into the fifth dimension, luckily for us, people are starting to wake up and that eventually was going to happen no matter what. And everybody is not a witch, but um, what I have been able to learn through Wicca is um, people have Qualities, people have talents, and some people can see things, auras. Some people have vivid, lucid dreams. There's a lot of waking up that's happening right now, and you don't have to be a witch to see it. So uh, let's get back to what I was talking about is that theurgists, theurgists use many ways to reach the gods. The existence of a divine principle above this ladder was accepted, but without rejecting the notion of the sacredness in the world. So this helps us to um, understand how this spontaneous and original relationship to the divine was distorted and it was taken away from us. So we never knew, but some of us know now. There's many different energies that's going on and there's many different portals of knowledge that are opening up going into this new into this new age. And we are going to see some things and feel some things that maybe some of us have had or maybe some of us have not had before um and this is what's going to happen. This is to help us get back to uh, the divine uh studying studying is very good uh following following these traditions is very good, but practicing and praying and doing hands on hands on experience is always the best um and you know so in the next episode, we will talk about the different tools that were used uh the different tools that are used now to keep us connected to the divine. Uh, more about nature. Do you guys have a connection with nature and why is that so important? And, um, we'll talk about how we can use these tools, uh, whether it's stones or sticks or flowers, um, or anything like that. How do we use these tools to help us get through such a tough time that's going on around the world? So, right now, I want to let you guys know I'm an oracle card reader and a light worker, and I've been through my own little journey with this over the past couple of years. Like I said, I was not born into this, but I ended up finding out that there were some grandmothers and some aunts uh, that basically practiced some form of divination. So that was very interesting to find out. And with that being said, I will talk to you guys in my next episode. Thank you for stopping by and thank you, Anchor, for having me.